Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Recovery Radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Website Recovery Radio KMP3.com to get the books. SarcasticBigBook.com. And as always, I'm so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day is just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are, you and me. I am glad. No desire to drink today. I'm officially making this season two because somebody had written me saying they have to do a lot of scrolling. I had never even thought about that. I don't go back and listen to them or look at the site or I just don't. I just record them and put them out. I couldn't ever think of a reason to make it a new season. So I just did 400 episodes of season one. I'll start dividing it up so it's easier to navigate. So thanks for the heads up. So this is season two. I do have my regular piping hot cup of coffee here with me. And um, in case you don't know, I got sober on October 19th, 1989. Um, I have been sober ever since. Um, I am just as motivated today as I was then. I have not lost motivation. I'm not doing contrary action anymore. The application of spiritual principles has become something desirable, rewarding, um, preferred. It gets better over time, not worse. They work more over time, not less. The more I practice these things, the better they work. These things work better and better as time goes on. The big picture looks more and more magnificent as time goes on. As I continue to do my best to chisel away at everything that does not look like God. Blaming you, to me, doesn't look like God. Carrying resentment doesn't look like God. 
Gossiping doesn't look like God. Being afraid of everything doesn't look like God. Manipulating people doesn't look like God. Phoning it in doesn't look like God. Giving up. Not caring about the influence I have on people doesn't look like God. Being unwilling to set right mistakes doesn't look like God. To me. Not taking care of myself doesn't look like God. Not honoring. My true self. Not my lower self. My true self doesn't look like God to me. People pleasing doesn't look like God to me. I was reading something from Emmett Fox yesterday in Around the Year. It was, I think it was called, Are You Double-Minded? And he's talking about how if you pray, but then you go, you know, spread venom, you can't expect anything to happen. For you concerning this stuff. Is when you're I just was thinking about that a lot since I read it. It's really beautiful reading. And I was thinking about all the time that I spent in the early years of my my sobriety um, praying like very, very, very with a serious spirit, praying with serious emotion behind it, like really wanting help and hope. And and then opening my eyes and playing God. I was just thinking about how miserable I was for so long. And just, I thought that was mysterious. I really thought that it was just because life's unfair and it's weird and they throw curveballs at you and there's this and there's that. And I don't see it that way anymore today. I see so clearly looking back that I was double-minded. I was... You know, in relationships I knew I shouldn't be in. Sometimes long term. And I say that because I was in them because of fear of being alone. Because of fear of confrontation. Because of fear of public opinion. Because of fear of the unknown. Because of fear of, because of fear, which is, big book says, a manifestation of self. So... 
you know, I was praying to get out of self and I was letting an enormous central part of my life still be run by self-propulsion. And at the time it was just, I was just bewildered. I was just disillusioned. I just didn't understand. I thought life was just confusing and weird and it didn't make sense. And I just had to go with it and everything was arbitrary and there was no intelligence behind the spiritual world. It was just kind of random. And I was in my head and I was thinking and I was analyzing and I was breaking things down that didn't serve me at all to break down, that didn't lead anywhere valuable or productive. Spent so much time doing that. Looking back, it's really as simple as I was letting huge parts of my life still be dictated by fear. For some reason, when I've shared things like this over the years, I, there's, a, there's a backlash. There's an attack that somehow I must be conveying that I don't have any problems. I don't have any struggles, I should say. Or I don't have, I don't screw this up or something. The implication somehow is that everything's perfect, I'm perfect, and there's nothing wrong anymore. And that's, that's far from what I'm wanting to convey. What I'm wanting to convey is my head and my heart are in sync. My, my desire to grow and become someone who lives more and more in God's will is sincere. I'm not trying to trick myself or God. I want to grow. That's what I mean. And as a result of having my head and my heart combined, as a result of honestly trying to do God's will, I'm at peace. Generally speaking, no matter what's going on. Big things, little things, tragic things, painful things. I have emotions, I have sadness, I have anger, I get mad, I get frustrated, resentments come up, I use the tools that are in the big book to master them, to overcome them, to have the upper hand, to eliminate them, to prevent them from being stored, but I do get mad. I do get sad, but I'm not confused. I'm not double-minded anymore.
I'm not in the relationship I'm in because of fear of being alone, because of fear of anything. I'm in the relationship I'm in because I love it. I love her and I love it. I don't work where I work because of fear. I don't work where I work because I'm settling or I'm afraid of being poor. I work where I work because I love it. I love what I do and where I do it. When I had jobs leading up to the jobs I have now, I had a sense of purpose at them. Even when they were not the jobs I wanted. And I'm glad that I started working when I got sober and cleaned windows and shampooed carpets and was a cashier and was a delivery person and a messenger and you know was a studio engineer and on and on I'm glad I did all that learned a lot. Glad I worked at a record store. But I have come to believe for myself that it's not God's will for me to be afraid. And make decisions based on that fear. Looking back, those decisions have always hurt me and others. They have always brought pain and disillusion. I don't live where I live because of fear. I love where I live. And these things to arrive at this place have taken a lot of time. And really the simple practice of everything I talk about on this show, I'm not making anything up. I'm nothing special. I simply do my best to follow specifically the clear cut directions that are promised on page 29 in the big book that start on page 60 and end on 103. 43 pages have brought me from being a confused window cleaner in relationships that were bad for me to the place I just described. Anyone could do that. 
and I'm motivated to continue to do it. It is worth it. Everyone listening has some picture inside of an incredible life. If you're anything like me, maybe it's hard to pay a lot of attention to that or you write it off or you say, well, and you just right away start telling yourself you're not, you're not worth it or you can't or, but that's like a hoop dream or whatever and forget it, and, you know, make adjustments right away. But I'm saying like, if you don't do that deep inside, everybody has a picture of that kind of life. And I'm saying my experience, anyone can have that. Whatever your version of that is. listen to my conscience, my intuition. A small group of people I very much trust. I trust their words because I love their actions. They are not double-minded. They sync up. They're safe. A very small handful of people I would say anything to. Because they are whole. They have integrity. Trust them. Trust my conscience. I'm not sitting where I'm sitting right now because... any other reason than the ones I just said. So anyone can do that. 43 pages that changed and continue today after 32 years to change everything for me. I'm so excited about today. It's already been a great day. I already got up. I went to a meeting. I'm going to go to the gym. Then we go to work. Look forward to all of it. Because I know I'm just playing with house money. This is all house money. I don't deserve it. I'm not entitled to it, I should say. My life was saved, and I just am trying to live a life that was worth saving. That's it. So I hope if you're listening to this, you're still motivated. Hope you're not throwing in the towel. The world needs you. People in your life need you to not give up. To show up for your life. People need that. Everyone in your life needs that. Everyone. The last thing anyone needs is one more person to say, fuck it. No matter what's going on, no matter where you are right now, I know you can change things from this moment on. I've seen it. I've done it. I've watched people do it. 
and hopefully I will continue to do it. I want to give a shout out to Dave, Stephanie, Mackenzie, and my wife, who was on the last show, who I love very much. Very grateful for our relationship. Let's see what more sarcastic meditation says today, shall we? Let's just take a look before I go get greased up for the next modeling shoot. Somebody wrote to me the other day. They said, for a long time, I thought you were a real male model. I didn't know they were jokes. I wrote back. I was like, well, they're not. September 23rd. If there were more people on the planet, it would probably be easier for you to think about somebody besides yourself. Billions of other people to think about are just not enough people. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. I'm going to do something today for... I don't know. I don't know. It's a favor. It's a modeling favor I'm doing for somebody. It's for underwear. why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I really hope you'll do the same.